to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And join us later on will be Tony, because, uh, yes, we're doing another commentary. And this time we've selected Castrovalva. Uh, it's not quite the order of things you wanted to do in, was it? But uh, but that's what you're getting, basically. So. <laughs> in this life, you get what you're getting. Exactly. So. <laughs> but first, as we've been away for a couple of weeks, obviously there is a little bit of news to cover. And, well, really the first thing we're going to sort of look into is the amount of leakage coming out from uh, BBC Worldwide's offices in Miami. Yes. Which has been astounding, really. Yeah, no matter how bad a day you've had at work, at least you're not the person who put these online. Onto a public server, yes, indeed. Uh, Yes, as as most of you should already know by now, is that the first five scripts were, uh, (laughs) were put online by mistake... And then closely followed by the um, first episode, Deep Breath, in an unedited and apparently black and white format as well, with no effects and stuff like this. It really was like raw footage. Uh, this is quite incredible, isn't it? I mean, when the BBC screws up, they do it big time, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, just the, it's just every year they find a new way of doing it. Every time you think, you think oh no, they can't like, send out DVDs early, they don't want to... Yes. <laughs> you, think, you think, oh, they, they can't mess it up again, there's no, there's no other way, they shut everything down. No, they's found another way. they found another way to do it. I mean, it, it... Actually, we sort of said about this, didn't we? Because we were always talking about um, <laughs> it being shown in Germany. Because mm. Germany was going to try and get them as close to the time of the UK as possible. Yeah. We were saying, oh, is, is it translated? And it was. So we were saying about the fact that that has to lead to chances of stuff being leaked because obviously earlier versions have got to get out to be translated. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Now, obviously, with the <laughs> all this about, it's been amazing that the fans or people have got hold of this content because it is available out there. If you look hard enough, you will find it. Um I was actually emailed from a mysterious source, someone I don't, I've no idea who they are, um, offered me to look at the first five scripts, which I politely declined. So, <laughs> you got some scripts from a mysterious source saying you should be in movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I declined it. I, I thought I, I'm, I want to enter this series completely spoiler free, and I think really, I mean, fair play to everyone who you know haven't really leaked anything. No, it's there's still the chance, though. There's still there? the chance. There is still the, the chance. The closer it gets, I know there has been uh, one particular website which will remain nameless. It's quite a, sort of a, a popular um, website who have actually more or sort of given like a not a blow by blow account of what's in each script, but given away some major spoilers. And I avoided that particular link as well, right. which I actually thought was pretty irresponsible. And now they do put like big spoiler tags on the front, you know, so it's click at your own at your own peril. But I do think it's pretty irresponsible to do that. I don't know I, it, if if it's if it's well enough uh, highlighted what it's going to be, then I suppose people do. Want, some people do want to know. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so, but uh, I am not one of them, and I, I, well, we, we just don't we just don't do spoilers on this podcast, do we? So not of that nature, anyway. But uh, but I mean, it goes to show how bad this is because the BBC had to or had released. I don't know if they had to, but they did release a second apology as well, just sort of like you know apologising to Stephen Moffat and all the the cast and production team, and it said, and of course, the fans who expect so much better. <laughs> apologise for these scripts. Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than the fact they've been leaked. <laughs> yeah, so it's quite quite incredible, quite incredible. But uh, but anyway, the other big thing that happened while we were away as well, there was a full trailer released, and uh, I was like, "What a trailer!" Yes, actually, this this has really uh, whetted my appetite. Anyway, yeah, it's just enough to make make you think, "Oh, what's going on there?" Yeah, I'm I'm really quite uh, quite. Um, stoked for this now. Um, now, is it my imagination? Have they slightly redesigned the, uh, the 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 TARDIS console, or is it just lit differently? They seem to have gone back to a few more like oranges and reds this time, rather than the cold blue. Um, 
it could just be lit differently. Yeah, I don't um, think they yeah, changed they... the console room at all. It just, they just changed the lighting somewhat. Yeah. But it does make it look like a different set. It's actually quite quite well done. Hmm. Oh, well, we'll get to see it in full glory. Yes, it's not long to wait now. Not long to wait now. But, uh, yes. Um... Unless the shock is that it's actually they have filmed it all in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> they really are going back to the Hartnell era here, aren't they? So. <laughs> they really wanted, yeah, wanted to go back and. That's what he meant by into darkness. He meant into monochrome. That's yeah. what. Well, I think that's the bit that intrigues me the most. Is we're going back into dark. Going, you know, we're going into darkness. Um, yeah, that is quiet. Now I know we've had this before, and they said, "Oh, it's going to be a darker Doctor," and with like. Um, it's like Matt Smith is going to be. No, he was he was like a fun Doctor. You know, he had these sort of darker yeah. moments, but. Um, they keep teasing that Capaldi's going to be more intense and scary and so forth. So I, I have got a... He, he's capable of it, isn't he? He is so. capable of it, yes, indeed. So he, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's not long to wait now, of course. Not long to wait. Now, um, as we know, the first episode is uh, called Deep Breath. And as part of the Doctor Who World Tour, which kicks off on the 7th of August... The BFI um, are showing a, a, doing a screening of Deep Breath on uh, at six thirty pm. Uh, but as usual with the with the BFI, it is a ballot ticket event. Now, obviously, by the time this uh, this podcast goes out, the ballot would have closed because this went out on Thursday, didn't it? Yeah, that's why we're telling people. We're... Yeah, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> this... know, if you've forgotten, it's too late. No, it went, it went out to ballot for um, members of the BFI and also non-members as well. Um, yeah, every, everyone to get a chance. And I yeah, think... I'm not sure quite how they're whether they've allocated. Cause there's going to be three draws, isn't there? Because they've got they've got two different types of membership, haven't they? The champion, and champions, the... and the, and they now call it the cinema membership, oh, don't they? But uh, yeah, so that's that's quite good. They've actually opened it up at the same time to everybody. Really, rather than because it used to be sort of the members of the public got the, the scraps, didn't they, <laughs> from previous yeah. ones? Well, to be honest, throughout the 50th, if you wasn't actually a member at all, you had no chance. No really. chance, uh, exactly, exactly. Um, so I'm pretty glad that they sort of opened it up to everybody. Now, obviously, as I said, um, by the time this podcast goes out, the ballot will have finished. Uh, but however, the lucky people who have got tickets will find out on Thursday, the 24th of July. Yes. And here's hoping that we will be one of them. Yes. Here's hoping. But, Very uh, much so, because I've got problems with the weekend of the 23rd, so I'd quite like to see it early. <laughs> yes, because otherwise, if um, if we don't see this on the 7th, our review of the <laughs> is going to be delayed by quite a few days, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So, because uh, uh, well, Paul's found something better, better to do than watch Doctor Who. Yeah. It, it's, it's, there's it's, not it's... such a thing, Paul, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's people planning weddings, and I just don't understand why that why they haven't looked through the diary and seen that there's the new series of Doctor Who starting. Exactly, but they've had they've had, they've had what twelve months? Uh, sorry, nine. What since the Christmas one? All right, so it's eight months to get their wedding involved and yes. married and whatever, and they leave it till now. <sighs> swines, swines. So, uh, but however, if we are lucky enough uh, to go and see it on the seventh of August at the BFI. Uh, rest assured, we will not give anything away until after the 23rd. Yes, it just gives us an yes. opportunity to record something to put on ice. Exactly, yes. We, 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 will not, we will not release any information if we are lucky enough to go and see it. Um, yeah. So, you know, you can, you can depend on us, is all I'm going to say. You yeah. can depend on us. Right, okay. Now, obviously, as we've been away for a couple of weeks, there's also a little bit of... Uh, there's a few toys been piling up in the corner, so let's quickly nip over to Omega's Tech Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Now, uh, once again, we bring you figure news, um, as if the world needs any more Doctor Who figures. Uh, sure, I mean, to my mind, they could have waited until the new series started, but, you know, c'est la vie, really. Uh, now, there's something called um, the new 3.75-inch figures, and they're, it's, they're called the Wave 3 figures this time. And it looks like you're getting more Daleks. You get an old uh, grey and black Dalek from like the 1970s, uh, a bronze and gold Dalek, a new Amy figure, a new Tenth Doctor figure, a Length Doctor, and a Twelfth Doctor uh, post-regeneration figure. Uh, I guess my imagination, Paul, but they appear to be getting worse. <laughs> yes, they're looking less well, and less like the people they're supposed to be. 
Well, they've obviously decided on that the 12th Doctor is going to be. Yes, he's going to look like uh, <laughs> Den Hegarty from Darts. That's who he's going to look like. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, and come what may, that, that, that is going to be his look. Indeed. Yeah, uh, I don't really see the point to any more Amy Pond figures or 10th Doctor figures. This almost yeah. just gives you a feeling that they're just trying to get it out there and get it, get it sold before... Yeah, before the 12th Doctor figures yeah. arrive for Christmas, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, now these will be available from Sunday the 31st of August. And obviously you can buy them from the BBC shop and Forbidden Planet, naturally. And they are selling for six ninety nine each. Yes. So I, I, I don't know if that's over overpriced for a, a not even a four-inch figure. I don't know, really. I, I have no real... No real opinion, because <laughs> I won't be buying them anyway. So, no. you know, I know we... We criticise it, not as if we're sort of like, it's like, damn you, I will buy them, but no, we, we don't buy them anyway. So <laughs> Maybe the old Sonic Screwdriver, but that's about it. Now, the next uh, item of tech is another figure. Uh, this one's actually something unique this time. This is a, a Dalek patrol ship and pilot. Now, um, if you might remember from uh, the day of the Doctor, when Gadifro was being attached, you had these like Dalek ships buzzing around. Well, basically, this is what they are. And I must admit... On viewing that particular story, I didn't know there was a Dalek in the middle of it. Because they no. went by so quickly, didn't they? I thought they were just some sort of sort of form of ship. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think that, again, it's like the 3.75-inch figure. Um, the livery's a bit different on this particular Dalek. It's um, sort of bronze, golden, with black panels and a black dome. That's what I think indicate it's a pilot. Yes. I understand. Um, so it also comes with uh, detachable flight panels... And it's got a little um, projectile that comes out of the laser cannon. Oh, I think it's quite a nice little toy. Yes, indeed. Now, it appears that Underground Toys will be doing a different version of the ship in the USA. It's so it's a, it's a black one. Yes, it's black. The ship itself is black with uh, gold, uh, sort of gold silver balls on it. And you still have got the, the same coloured um, uh, Dalek pilot in the middle. I must admit, the black one does look rather sexy, actually. <laughs> It does look better than the than the uh, gold and bronze version. Yeah, but I can't remember. The, well, I don't know if there was was, was there different coloured ones in there. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> on the basis we didn't even realise there was a Dalek in there. Indeed, I'm not going to notice <laughs> the bloody colour of mine. Let's be honest here. So now they ship on Wednesday the 30th of July, um, and obviously again from the BBC shop and Forbidden Planet, and these ones retail at 19.99 each. Which I don't know. I, I, I'd say that is a little bit pricey. Yeah, I, I'm, I've, I've just lost all track of how much toys cost nowadays. Yeah, well, my, I mean, my two kids aren't yet at that age to uh, to play with your toys. To play with my toys, indeed. <laughs> yes, it's um, you put here. I imagine they're bun for Christmas. You're not taking them out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at it on the shelf. Yes, the <laughs> they're not for play with. They're for looking at. They've been put in the chest and to be seen again. <laughs> Yeah, I just think it's a little bit over overpriced, really, because I mean the whole thing can't be any bigger than what five six inches in height. Yeah, really, it does seem a lot. I know it's got a few like detachable panels and a working laser cannon thing, but yeah, it does seem a bit You're of a lose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I do you know what? Honestly, I mean, I don't know if these days that the because they went through a phase, didn't they? Anything a projector, it never actually physically flew out of the gun it sort of only came part out you had to click it back in again yeah now the photographs on this seem to indicate that the projector does actually go flying out now i can now already i can hear the i want somebody please think of the children you know sort of they could have yeah, that could have kiddie's eye out that could you know so i don't know i don't know it's um we'll, we'll soon see actually it just says firing cannon and the little photograph just shows the thing actually flying out at the end so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens there yeah. but uh Yes, so there you are. That's uh, that's Tat Corner. That's the news as well. Because um, obviously we've got a uh, want to whip for it fairly quickly because we've got an hour long commentary to come through. Yes, yes. So uh, so we'll be, J- Tony will be joining us very very shortly, and uh, this week we're doing episodes one and two of the story as well, which I think we'll we'll because uh, we we actually recorded the commentary last night, didn't we? We did because we're recording this Sunday afternoon. So uh, yeah, the, the, it was uh, too hot. To it was too hot to do the news last night. So we just thought we'd do the commentary, get it out of the way, and record the news today. And hopefully, there might be a little bit more extra news to uh, to cover. But there wasn't. There wasn't. There no. was. We thought we'd give it twenty four hours, and there was nothing new to cover. So, oh well then. So uh, for another week, then that was the news.
Right, well, before we get going, I'd like to welcome Tony back into the fold once again. Yes, I'm here again. Hooray, yeah. hooray, hooray. Right, okay, everybody. So in that case, we're going to crack on with this week's commentary. And, uh, well, this time, we've, we've got something a bit, a bit more... Bit more modern era, haven't we? Not not that modern, really. it's about thirty years ago, but <laughs> compared to what we've been doing lately. Um so last commentary, obviously set in the seventies, the beer sodden seventies, it was all brown ale and pork scratchings. And working men's clubs. Uh, working men's clubs and, and our, wine bars, I suppose. Well they say because our drink at the time last week, uh, last commentary I say, it was all beer, of wasn't course. it? Of well, course. That's what you're leading into so here. um yes, yes, so as as we're going into the eighties and trendy wine bars, oh, yeah. our drink of choice this evening is reflecting the times, isn't it? So we've gone for the finest wines from around the world. <laughs> the finest wines known to humanity. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to paraphrase uh, with now and I there, oh, but uh, well done, Tom. Point. Well done. I was going to try and avoid the obvious joke there, but I couldn't. What is this one, Paul? Is the Argentinian one, I understand. It's a... Yes. What's a great variety? <laughs> what is that great variety? I've not heard it myself. It's Torontes. I think. Okay. They lose two 0 against Boca Juniors the other day. Anyway, anyway, they play a squeezing game. Yes. So anyway, we're going to press play on episode one. I'm going to save your energies of Castrovalva, I should say. Just just in case you missed our announcement again, we're doing Castrovalva this week. So yes, of course, Peter Davison's inaugural story, indeed. So we're going to press play on episode one in five, four, three. Two, one, and play. And of course, we get the little recap of Tom Bake, which I've forgotten about actually. Yeah. But who's this watcher chap then? I'm not seeing this leg up. Well, you'll hear Nissa explain it in a minute. Yeah. Very badly. I love the way it meant, hee, I'm an imp, hee. <laughs> I love how he goes running on there. Oh dear. Can't you see I'm he can't act, can he? I'm sorry, Metalworks cannot act. Now you'll get the explanation. It just coming up now, time actually. Hastily dubbed in afterwards. Oh. <laughs> in case you didn't know, so. Oh, I see. I see. I think just in case the audience didn't quite get what was going on, they had to dub it in. After they finished the recording, so, so he was the doctor all the time. Oh. That was just for Tony. He <laughs> was actually. Yeah. <laughs> they got back to the editing suite and said, "There's a twelve-year-old out there." <laughs> then in thirty years' time, he's going to try and do a commentary on this. <laughs> We'd better just make it a bit more obvious for <laughs> Oh dear. Yes, this episode was first broadcast on the 4th of January, 1982. Indeed. And uh, what we're going to be doing, as we did last time, or attempted to do last time, was to bring you facts of the day. Oh, I actually have got facts of the day this Historical time. Historical facts. Historical facts the on the day itself. Okay. Yeah. I haven't deviated this time. Or okay. added any of my own really awful stuff. <laughs> That's a matter of opinion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. yeah. Okay, story starts proper. Here we go. About four months later. Yes. And, and, and a continuity error. Why is it? Well, Peter Downson couldn't fit into Tom Baker's boots, so he's wearing uh, socks and shoes. Uh, I see. Yes, as all people should know. Should Do you think this is a good introduction to a new Doctor? Because he, I've always thought at the time he's not doing anything. No, it was, it was a bit of a... A bit wimpy, wasn't he? You think about how Tom Baker just stood up and got on with it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah he's a very I haven't said that though. John Burke, we spent the first, the first, first few episodes, of episodes in bed, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> of course, Adric, they will have understood that. I like the fact these security guards are actually LAPD. <laughs> <laughs> they freeze. <laughs> Hands on your head. And he starts enjoying himself far he too much, yeah, though, doesn't he? Assuming the position there, wasn't he? <laughs> hey, he's left his keys in the ignition. I'm a, I think she might take advantage of that. I don't know. I think she I'm might do. Funny feeling she might. Oh, let's have a raise a glass to the Farrells project, shall we? <laughs> yes. yes. Raise a glass to the Farrell's project. Here's to you. Here's to you, gentlemen. I was just grabbing my wine. No, you knocked your microphone oh, on the no, way no, back. 
We would do a glass clink to you, chaps, but uh, we're too far apart. Far away, yeah. That was the campus point at the stars. Adric could have done there, actually. Oh, I right. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect if he'd really pushed him. <laughs> I thought I'd introduce a regular feature. Here, uh, Tony, I'm sorry, can we just get back to the episode? Because that just proves what kind of a character Adric is. He has to bite someone to get out of a fight. <laughs> he bites someone's hand. Do you know, I've done it again, haven't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, but you should be doing this in low in, uh, in the low yeah. parts. Yeah, no, the Indeed, that's the whole part of this fact, isn't it? I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. oh doctor's just followed through there. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look as if it was more a case of where's the toilet in the zero room, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> as, as a uh, amateur Doctor Who man, you yeah, yeah. professionals, of course. Um, I've noticed you've got many, many, many rooms in the TARDIS. Yes. A colossal amount of rooms. I mean, was this ever a feature of any of the other Doctors? Um, yeah. Tom Baker in Invasion of Time, wasn't yeah. it? But one only time they sort of did it back then, wasn't it? And lots of different rooms. and Yeah, the swimming pool. But it looked like yeah. an old Victorian hospital, the rest of the TARDIS. Yes. Yeah. And he's killed everyone with an Atari effect. Did he pick her up from an aeroplane or something? I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing that. No, she, she stumbled into the TARDIS thinking it was it was a police phone box. She was oh. on she was on her way to work. Yeah, and uh, um, hostess. Now, hostess. Oh, yeah. sorry, I had to pick this up. Adric was on his knees there as the bastard pulled the TARDIS pulled away, and he just wiped his mouth as well. <laughs> Adric, you dirty devil. How did they not see that there? I don't know. You're saying that that, that that was while he was behind the master's column, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's just the time when everyone can fry the TARDIS. Oh, is that right? Is it just the Doctor nowadays, is it? Yeah. Ah, see. Oh, and Riversong. You want to? Yeah. You can't actually tell if he's acting sort of like, like he's been zombie for or he's just sulking again, really. <laughs> he's just trying to remember his lines. Probably. Does Adric ever turn up conventions and things like that? Or is he sort of I, not looked upon fun? No, no, he did turn up at the BFI last oh. year. He's yeah. turning up for convention and stuff yeah. now. Oh, yeah. right. He must be bored by now, I suppose. And no, he's not, no. no. Yeah, no, I think he, yeah, he quite embraces the fact he it. He does, yeah. I think he embraced the fact that people give him a bit of hard time about it as well, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he himself <laughs> now admits he wasn't an experienced actor. And Did he do anything else before or after this? I'm not totally sure he did, did he? Um, not... I can't bother to look it up, to be honest. But... Wow. And they just couldn't give him anything more symbolic than that, could they? Than unraveling, unraveling the scarf. I know. Oh, that seems to be like a typical thing for Jane T to do. This sort of this is now my doctor, isn't it? Sort of this is my my stamp on it. <coughs> Tony, it's a little bit of a lull. Do you want to drop in a, a fact? Then? No, no, I'm doing like soap watch. On each so what? Oh, yeah. I'll go on then. So tonight's Coronation Street. Well, oh, because Coronation... this was up against Coronation Street. Yeah, it certainly, it certainly was. It? And um, well, tonight's episode was the factory girls grill Elsie about her night out. Yeah, and she swears nothing. <laughs> Elsie Tanner. Elsie Tanner, that's right. Yeah. And she swears nothing happened between her and Will Stockwell. And Vera wants to tell Frankie that Sylvie went out with Mike, but but Elsie warns her off. Quite rightly so. And finally. Frankie tells Mike the tax man wants £500 from him. Mike refuses to give him any money. Whoa. You know I mean? It's quite a spicy Some episode. of those names I remember, <laughs> a lot of them, I've got no idea who you're talking about there. Mike, Mike, Baldwin, uh, Mike Baldwin, Elsie Mike Tanner, Baldwin, definitely. Elsie Tanner, but yeah. the others. Will Stockwell, never heard of. No. Uh, Sylvie? Sylvie, no, but there she no. is. There was, uh, Ken was there at the time, wasn't he? And uh, Deirdre, of course. Oh, Ken. Yeah. Oh, yes. Rita was around somewhere. Hey? Rita was around. And Mavis. Rita, of course, yeah. Rita Fairclough. Ellen Fairclough was around at the time, but was it before it would have been, the... Yeah. Uh, Bef uh, uh, we don't mention that. <laughs> no. We don't mention that. 
Did Tom Baker have the cross and Mark Lapels in? He did, yes. That was another, that's end. another JNT trope. Which probably didn't go down too well with a lot of people, really, did it? Not just fans, mm. but I think yeah. Tom Baker wasn't overly keen on it himself, was he? No. None of, none of them are. None of them were, really, no. Have you listened to the commentary, the actual DVD commentary of this? Once. A long time when I first got the DVD, a long time mm. ago. But... <laughs> none of them like it on there. No, they either. don't, do they? No. <coughs> Pointless, wasn't it? It was. it was pointless, yeah. I like pointless. Right, Tom, would you like to guess the uh, audience figures for this particular story? Ah, audience figures. Ah, I'm going to guess they weren't as big as the John Perky episode, something like that. And, uh, okay, yeah. okay. Have a guess. 4.8 million. No, it was actually bigger. Bigger? 9.1 million. Of course, it's a new doctor. They would have been hype around new, it. New of doctor. Course. I didn't think First about that. time it wasn't on a Saturday, wasn't it? It was. Uh, live, of course. First so, time it yeah. was moved to a, a Monday night slot. Sure, and, it's um, on account, yeah. Which did have quite... If we, if we get time during the course of this commentary this week and next week, we'll, um, we'll go through some of the Radio Times letters that are written about... Um, oh, you have them, do you? Yes, oh, we've got links, yeah. <laughs> I do like his impression of William Hartlow. I do like the, the way he goes with the doctors. And he goes for all of them, doesn't he? Like Trout and he does him as well, doesn't he? And, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think he does Pertwee, though, does he? Oh, yeah. Um, <coughs> he does well, the pad, he pad does the... the neutron flow line yeah. later on, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just, just to set up the story. <laughs> yes, nicely. Yes, the first mention of recursion. Now, what a young Phil, or a young Paul, maybe. Would you have been picking up your issue of uh, Blake 7 magazine on this day at all? No, but I was an avid watcher. Yeah, there we go. And uh, issue four, Blake 7 magazine, right, it, it's on sale, and it had a pullout of uh, Serverland. I've never heard of her. Is it Serverland? Oh, yeah, Jacqueline Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Jacqueline yeah. Pierce, and a competition to win an Invader game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ten, ten, ten lucky winners. A pull out of server. Like, oh, now I would have gone for that as a 12-year-old boy. Bloody hell. Was she the evil one? Yeah, yes, one with the short black hair. That's the yeah, dead sexy. <coughs> oh, no. How come the other doctors don't go for all that then? All the oh, and well, they do usually at some point, don't they? With a bit of a, a bit of a flap, a zero room. Yeah. Now, as these episodes were um, broadcast on Mondays and Tuesdays, and as last time we went through the uh, the charts. Yeah. Didn't we? And we do because they were the weekly episodes, we managed to do the top ten for each week. But this week we're gonna do the top twenty spread over two episodes. Okay. okay. So, um should we should we start? <laughs> no, don't do the music again, not oh. again. Um oh, right. Number... <laughs> he's been practicing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, number twenty, I can be happy, altered images. Nineteen, waiting for a girl like you, foreigner. Eighteen, the hokey cokey by the snowmen. Remember, it's just coming out of Christmas. So you've got oh, a few course, novelty yeah, records yeah. in there, haven't you? Uh, 17, Kim Wilde with Cambodia. Uh, 16, Soft Cell with Bedsitter. I was going to say Bedwetter then, but <laughs> Bedsitter. Classic song. Like uh, 15, Duran Duran, My Own Way. 14, Julio Iglesias, Begin the Begin. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, 13, Dinah Ross, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Must have uh, been a re-release. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, here's yeah. the second Doctor part. Yes, here it is. Uh, number 12, Spirits in the Material World. Police, of course. And then uh, Police, of course. And then number 11, Rod Stewart with Young Turks. Ah. The top 10 will come in the next episode. In which he doesn't actually say Young Turks, does it? It's young Hearts. Where's the Turks part of that? Don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh. Now, I think this has got to be the weakest Doctor Finds His New Costume <laughs> ever. As in, as in, he suddenly has a cricket pavilion inside ah. the Yeah, no, yeah. Do you have cricket results from that day? Uh... There, were, there was a test match going on, but this was the rest day. Oh, bloody 
So what, Test what? matches had rest days in those <laughs> days. Ah, oh, I see. England were in India. Ah, okay. What was that trick out of breath? He's asthmatic. You what, sir? He's asthmatic, obviously. Could have been. Yeah, he's lost his pump. I don't know whose room that's supposed to be. He's obviously a bit worried about malaria, though. <laughs> obviously, with the mozzie nets up and... <laughs> Talking of mosquitoes, I'll see a classic film this afternoon. What? I'll quite imagine the pit was on again. Was it? Oh, oh fantastic. Cracking film. A nice bit of understated acting there for Anthony Ainley. I do feel sorry for Anthony Ainley. He didn't want to play it like that. Oh, really? Is he the second master? Uh, he's actually the fourth one. Fourth one? Yes. Who was the one during Perkwee's time? You know, the, Roger Delgado. That's the one. Then during Tom Baker's time, you had Peter Pratt. Oh. And then Jeffrey Beavers, who then, does it, still does it in Big Finish, actually, yes. as the oh, master. So Jeffrey Beavers the last one. Not the last one, but you know what I mean, the one after yeah. this one. No, no, he's the one previous to this one. Good heavens. Yeah. And the other three are dead anyway, aren't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. Other two... Two Delgado, actors. Peter, I think Peter Pratt's dead. Roger Delgado. Oh, that's so Ainley's dead now. Hey, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so the previous ones to this are dead as yeah, well. Yeah. So, yeah. So I didn't get where you were coming from then. But yeah. now, as a stylized outfit, do you like? Do you like the, this? Because um, it's it, it not too it, bad actually. I don't, I don't actually mind that as an outfit generally. No, because other people say, "Oh, it's beige. It's boring." It reflected the bland doctor and all that, but more casual. But it was, it was trying to be a step up from just being all white, I suppose, of the cricket, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I know it's all trying to keep that. It's that, actually that probably too look, coordinated, actually. It is, it? yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. They could have given him a dark jacket, and that would have been fine, I think. Then, because yeah. obviously a jacket's not part of a. Well, they started to with, with Baker's costume in his last season. It was, yeah. Again, it was too stylized with the burgundy yeah. look, sort of being like thrown together. Yeah. That comes later on, right? That lipstick on there, right? Gonna, um, it's, I've watched the episodes the other day. It's like paint. You can see the paint drips. Because you'll find that out. You'll find out, so. I've not been listening to any of the episodes. You haven't, have you? Oh, you probably. haven't. Have you actually watched? You, you, you just, if you just them. watched the pictures again, <laughs> you've looked at the pretty pictures again, haven't you? <laughs> I do watch it. Obviously, I forget things. <laughs> I'm prone to do. Yeah. Right. Also, this night. I'm yeah. saying, like, there was a new series on BBC Two right. aimed at the youth of Britain. Okay? <laughs> it was called... Nosing Around. Nosing Around. No, it's called Riverside. <laughs> and with your host, Steve Blacknell. Have you heard of Oh, yeah, Steve Blacknell. Steve yeah, Blacknell yeah, yeah. and Nicky Picasso. And today's guests were New Order, pr- plugging their new single, Temptation, and Bow Wow Wow in concert. Oh. Mm, uh, He's just saying bow wow wow in continent. I was going to say that's a sad, sad state of affairs to have gone on a live show. I don't know. She was only young at the time as well, wasn't she? She was only about 16, wasn't she? Arabella. Younger than that. What's her name, Arabella? What? Weir. No, Arabella Weir's an actress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lewin. Arabella Lewin. Oh, right. Definitely. Definitely. Take your word for that one. He's a tennis player. Adric had a tussle with the master early on as well. <laughs> Did he come at the wrong moment? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I've only got about three more facts. And I want to sort of get Such a disappointment. <laughs> I'm try and get him in before the boom boom bit. I can't try and remember when that is. The boom boom bit. Yeah, you're at the East End. Boom boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got a while to wait yet, I think. Oh, that's all right then. Now the doctor levitates via some bad CSO. This is. This just looks even worse now, doesn't it? You can never tell. It does, actually. As I watch it at the great big high-def television. And... Time for more wine. Yes, sleep. And which, yes. Is, which is just done, basically, to explain how them two can carry him later. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. No, he, no. And, and he can't actually speak at the time, can he? While he's while he's they're doing it, so. so now, now he just it's just his thought now, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's telepathy, is it? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, that is now signed them their roles like he's bloody Gandalf with the Fellowship <laughs> of the Nine. <laughs> Do you think this is obviously this is sort of like the is this the no it's not like I say it's not the first one we've done with this TARDIS crew is it? I don't know what said before is it do you think it's too much of a crowded TARDIS um I mean three uh, companions you say yeah. that but it started off with but there's plenty of companions, companions didn't it but the doctor was more oh. marginalised then wasn't he, he well, was, got Ian was in the, there now. he was the action man he, he sort oh. of carried it more yeah I, I know what you mean but in this, you do get times where they've got nothing to do, have they? They, no. they can't seem to... But that, 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 that's more to do, perhaps, with the writing than... Well, it is, because when you get to something like um, Kinder, this is just to sleep in the bloody TARDIS. Yeah. It's a good egg. With a headache. It's a good egg, that Kinder. I like him. Oh, God. That's a surprise. Hey. <laughs> oh. <coughs> Very well put. Oh, dear. That's... No. Don't... Hold that pose and get all breathless. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, Matthew. Whatever the master's doing to him, it's cruel <laughs> and inhumane. Oh, Chris Rach Bidmead and his block transfer computation. That, that's what makes me laugh about him. He, he said he wants to bring some hard science back into Doctor Who, so he makes up stuff. There's no such thing as block transfer computation. Well, there should be. That's what I'm saying. Today's Danger Mouse episode is entitled Custard. <laughs> Danger Mouse travels to outer space to find a custard mite and bring him back to Earth after Green Gr Baron Greenback. Danger uh, Mouse! Yeah, yes, that's him. <laughs> floods the world with uh, instant custard. Oh. Yes. Oh, well, now now listen, so you asked about the melting lipstick. Oh, I did, yes. You'll find out in a minute. Of course. See? See? Hot. It's hot to the touch. Hot to the yeah. touch. Is it because they've had to turn off their fan as well while they're recording? I think so. <laughs> it's what, what we neglected to mention, that this is one of the hottest evenings we've decided to record a commentary. And we had to turn the fan off and we're absolutely sweltering here at the moment. Well, so the hot pants oh, on again. Yeah, well, next yeah. episode we'll be nude. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's what the ladies want. I, <laughs> I thought you said we'd do something different this time. <laughs> Fine wine and nakedness. That's, that's what I've been looking forward to. Mm, we've got a bottle to spin as well. <laughs> yes. Just, you need a vinyl floor so I can spin better. Just pass with a corkscrew. <laughs> right, you're going to get the boom, 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 boom bit in a minute, Tom. Oh, okay, right. Oh, there's a new comedy started this at uh, the same night. Uh, it's called Let There Be Love, which starred Paul Eddington, Nanette Newman, and Henry McGee of Benny Hill fame. Tonight's <laughs> episode, Timothy is under no illusions about his uh, seriousness of getting married, but his new responsibilities are even more than he, what he bargained for. Oh. Yes. Nope, I've never heard of this uh, Let There Be Love either, but uh, apparently <laughs> it was a comedy on, <laughs> by Brian, um, was it Johnny Cook and Brian Mort, what were their names? You, you I don't know. The, Oh, we're, missing, we're missing the stuff at the end, Tom. Never mind that. We're missing the stuff at the end here. Damn. Man about the house writers. Cook and Mortimer. John, Johnny Mortimer. That's the fellas. Yeah. yeah. One of their comedies. Now, why is Tegan starting to strip off? And this has still got a big furry collared thing on. And... Oh, my God. Yes. He said that with disappointment there. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used to really fancy Sarah Sutton. And Cliff Richard News. Oh, Tone, enough, enough. <laughs> it's <laughs> the end of the episode, Tone. <laughs> he's in the studio recording songs for his new album. Now you see me, now you don't. Oh, there good, go. good. <laughs> you could have said that for the credits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were the facts, 4th of January. Oh, good. Oh, dear. I wonder where he's put his hand in. Exactly. He's going to gently cut Patrick's lovely balls. <laughs> <laughs> How's this for a block transfer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. That's what, it, that's what it means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear. 
Oh, the credits are rolling. So, um, who who was born on this day? Oh, well, yes. there was Kang Hwai Yong, South Korean actress. Oh, see, see. And uh, Richard Logan, English footballer. Ah, Kenny's brother. Do you know Richard Logan is? It's Kenny's brother. <laughs> it's Kenny's brother. Oh, <laughs> and Johnny's cousin. Johnny's <laughs> cousin. <laughs> so they don't know who he played for them. Um, um, Johnny Cage is a goalkeeper, isn't he? Oh, is he? All right. Okay. Spartans. There were, there were actually there were, there were no um, famous deaths for this day no, that I not could. Not at all. No one died. No one died. <laughs> no no one, one. Nobody died on the fourth of January. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one for, that's one for the record books. <laughs> it's the day today. Don't remind me of that. How do you remember the day today? The pool. Did you ever watch that at all? The day today. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody died. In 1982, nobody died. Okay, everybody, we should be back in episode two. What do you want me to do? Right, everyone, I'm going to press play on episode two in five, four, three, two, one, and play. And off we go again. Right, episode two was broadcast on the 5th of January, 1982. And uh, Tone, audience figures for this one. Oh, was it, like it was 9.1 last time. Uh, I think the um, it's gone down a bit because everyone's curious about seeing the new Doctor. I'll say 8.7. 8.6? Oh! That was close. It was close. No, what we actually forgot to mention in the last um, last episode was that this uh, was, actually the, was actually the fourth story to be recorded in the production block, not the first. Ah, I see. It's all because the there was a, a story, the debut story was actually called Project Zeta Sigma, and it fell through. It just proved unworkable. They couldn't get the script to work. So they gave Davison the time to uh, firm up how he wanted to play the role before the, before recording the regeneration. So it was quite a, quite fortuitous, really. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And considering this episode was only on the night before... <laughs> They've really given nice long big recap. Oh no, exactly. There's oh. really no need for this, is there? Actually, of the four episodes, if you took out the recaps from them, you could have quite easily fit them into three, couldn't you? You could though, easily. And then we could have turned on the fan quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're suffering like them. Exactly, we are <laughs> suffering. <laughs> We're heading towards the big event, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> this is method commentary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> My kind of commentary. <laughs> you wait till we do something with the ice warriors. I'm <laughs> gonna... Make sure we do it in the winter. <laughs> how, how, actually, now, I, I just suddenly realised that actually, how can the master actually now remote control the TARDIS view screen as well? I know. Oh, we, ever... did, we, we failed to mention the ball cupping scene there as well. <laughs> so, has anyone ever explained that? Then the uh, how we no. Do that? No, well, there could be someone out there. Just something you can now do. He laughs like a maniac. Right, okay. Terry and June had a, had a series of at the time, of course, as you know. Yeah. And tonight's episode is called A Piece of the Action. Malcolm asked Terry to write a report for, for work over the weekend, but since he <laughs> has been given the wrong information and cannot do it, Terry helps June to do a huge jigsaw puzzle, only to find that the last piece belongs to a different puzzle. Oh, no. After Julie has crashed into Sir Dennis's car, remember Sir Dennis? Yep. Yeah. Terry goes to the boss's office to admit liability, but when Terry drops the single Jesus jigsaw Christ, piece... Jesus Christ, Tone, could you make this a bit more punchier? We <laughs> had the whole bloody episode. <laughs> That's what it says in the TV time, oh, sorry, the radio time at the time. All right, and it's the last bit now. And so Dennis recognises it as being a bit of puzzle he was trying to complete and always forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Why would they put that time, in? Time, time, time. That recap was longer than the ones they do on this episode. But they did. That's what it said in the radio. It's my fault. Now the doctor turns into Ironside. <laughs> Stop cupping my balls, is what he's saying. <laughs> Oh, 
Could he acting. fight? Could he fight to fight him though? Bare hand. Yeah, yeah, not biting, I think. Actually, we're going hand to hand combat. Yeah. Something getting back to the commentary on there. <laughs> Peter Davison said about he goes Matthew Waterhouse acts better when his arms are above his head than he does <laughs> <laughs> when he's allowed to use them. <laughs> oh dear. That bong in the background, right? The cloister the, the, bell. The, the distress bell, whatever it's called. Right? Cloister do they, bell. Do they ever use it in any other episodes? Or it's just yes. This one? Yes, use yeah. it to this day. Oh, really? Actually. Yeah. Okay. I actually love that sound effect, the cloister bell sound effect. I just... Another thing, the working title for this story was The Visitor. A Visitor? Eh? The Visitor, oh. yes. Which is also, I think, an ABBA album of the same year, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps that was going to be the original soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was Visitor OST, was it? <laughs> Main Fuhrer, I can fuck! <laughs> Isn't it? Especially when he does the go softly on earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? The Secret the Heil! <laughs> Is what? Is what too easy? <laughs> He's all too easy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's drunk. It's, it's all too easy. That's handy, that big lever being behind that roundel there, wasn't it? Yeah. It's very technical, this ship, isn't it? <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> She's now put full stern. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, there's your pert we remark there. Now, now, another thing we, 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 forgot to, we forgot to mention in the previous episode is that episode one of Cash of Alva was the first time the credits, the characters were just referred to as the Doctor and not Doctor Who. Really? I, I, yes. I didn't know that. Right, and oh, the football. She's changed the mood lighting. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay, we had the football result from that same night. Okay, we had Liverpool playing West Ham, of course. Oh, right, of course, the, the motif for this uh, yep. podcast. No, yes. I don't think it's was turn. I think it's next week, isn't it? No, Where 5th is of it? January. 5th of January, seriously. Liverpool beat West Ham 3-0. With goals from Dalglish, Whelan and McDermott. They played Barnsley ah, next week, didn't ah, they? Yeah. That's it. That's Sorry, right. yes, yes, you're right now. Tony, have you, have you upstaged Paul and football facts oh, there? Have, oh, my God, it's, sir. Paul is Mr. Football, to be fair. Do you want us to gloss over the Millwall result of that? No, night? go on. Give us the... It oh, yes, I think we should hear trip. this. No, actually, before you do that, oh, we need to hear the this. silence here. The reason he's not talking as he's going up is because the platform made too much noise... They had to dub out the noise, then made him talk when he finished moving up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was just too noisy. That was on the commentary, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's just odd. They're all <laughs> odd things, eh? He's in an electric wheelchair. He's on an electric platform. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, the Millwall result yes. for that night. The Millwall was. result was the FA Cup third round. At home. Yeah. Millwall won. Yes. Grisby leave it there. Maybe one. There we are. Leave it there. <laughs> Grisby Town six. Oh, good. <laughs> Up yours, you West End scum. <laughs> He's better off with that. Shall I go through the? Uh... The remaining charts. Oh yes, please. Remaining yeah. charts because it's a little bit of a, a, a bit of a. a uh... <coughs> so anyway, at number ten. Well, was this week we're going for this episode. Sorry, we're going for ten to one. So um, number ten was I'll find my way home. John and Vangelis. Ah oh, yeah. Nine. Mirror, mirror, more and more. Dollar. Oh, yeah. oh dear. Uh, number eight. Rock and roll. Status quo. Number seven. Wedding bells. Godly and cream. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, it must be love, madness. Ah. 
Number five, The Land of Make Believe, Bucks Fizz. Oh, yes, Number four, Ant Rap, Adam and the Ants. Yes. Number three, One of Us, Abba. Number two, Daddy's Home, Cliff Richard. Oh, I wish we had an album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and number one, Human League with Don't You Want Me. Baby. Yes. Yeah. The most overplayed record by a Human League, and I'm fed up with hearing that song. <laughs> so I was a fan of Being Boiled, actually. Yeah, a cracking song. Yeah, I like Being Boiled. So. Being Boiled, Love Action, Sound of the Crown. See, Adric has given into the human. master's advances there. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh, hang on. All right, in crossroads today. Hey! Soap watch. Benny goes to see his father, who has suffered a heart attack. Miss Diane? Yeah, well, Miss Di- Diane. Like, I do yeah. be. Uh, Reg Lamont, whoever he was, candidly resolved the angry dispute between Adam Chance and Sharon Metcalf. And uh, Adam Chance, now, uh, Tony Adams, he was the here. actor, he was in an episode of Doctor Who, actually, oh, The Green he? Death. Oh, there we go. Yes. And strongly hinted at, at expansions in the garage business. Arthur Brownlow disgraced himself at dinner dance. What did he do? Drop his trousers? <laughs> he must have done. He's drunk, apparently. The sister-in-law, Rose Scott, brought him home leaving his wife to put on a brave face at the party. At home, Rose had to ev- evade Arthur's attempt to flirt. Ooh. Here we go. Sorry, just missed another a platform levitation scene there. Another spicy episode. <coughs> oh, dear. Remote controls have got smaller since then, haven't they? And why is Adric's voice now in Echo? It's weird, like he's in the next room talking to him. It's a bizarre performance, isn't it? It really is. I think Adric just come there as well. Oh, some more uh, more acting there from Effie Waterhouse. I'm sorry, I know he's had a bit of a, a bit of a, a renaissance lately, hasn't he, Matthew Waterhouse? But is I he, still think he's he a crap acting, actor. Is Sorry, is he back acting or something? No, or? no, he just sort of they sort of got a newfound appreciation. Oh, right. But I still think he's bloody awful. I'm sorry, I think he's one of the worst characters to ever I, set foot in Doctor Who. I'm sorry. Is that a BBC Micro there? Probably was actually, yeah. Yeah. Let's have a little sip of this most excellent wine that uh, Paul has procured for us. Because you procure wine, don't you? We haven't mentioned which uh, which one is. Is it? No, we have mentioned. Yeah, we mentioned it. What's the previous one? I didn't mention that one, did we? No. Ah, well, just in case these people want to go out (laughs) and uh, buy some fine wines. Touch him. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. <laughs> I was going to say, now he's all alone in Bedsit Land. <laughs> <laughs> Top 15 smash. Keep talking. Someone who's saying that Stephen Hawking's is just a Doctor Who cosplayer. He is. <laughs> the pose that Peter Davison was pulling there, I've got no idea why he was doing that, but... Uh, making his own mark. That's he was. <laughs> now, where's she originally from, this other one? Trakan. Dragon. Are they just like that in Dragon, do they? Uh, yes. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's going know. to the local discotheque, which was quite popular in the early 80s, <laughs> I understand. It just so happened she was in a fancy dress party <laughs> in Dragon at the time.
It just feels like normally they walk around in bikinis all day, but she was going. <laughs> I want to see that. Episode. I wished. I'd like to see that. Episode. That's the kind of doctor who I like. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I couldn't find yeah, many. I don't, fa- I don't think there's yeah. any co- coincidence there between our conversation that Tegan starts putting her clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she heard us. She have a big coat on next time. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a burlap sack. <laughs> no. The pink planet. And this was again was Christopher Bidmead, wasn't it? Didn't like the sonic screwdriver, so if he had to use it, he was actually going to use it as a screwdriver. Yeah. And it didn't work either. Yeah, it wasn't doing anything. Oh, Peter Davison what, didn't like the screw Sonic screw. No, the, the writer, Chris oh, Bidmead. Oh, I was, see, um, I see, I see. I don't know if he's had a bit of a reappraisal, Chris Rach Bidmead, but I, I just find a bit of a bit of an arse, really, to be honest. Has he ever turned up these conventions or anything like that? I don't know. Has he? I think he has hmm. in the past, but... But he's a very forthright... Self-opinionated individual, so I understand. An ass, uh, yeah. yes, as I like to. Mind you, I suppose you could say the same for us to do a weekly podcast and Doctor Who, given our forthright views of what we think of people's acting abilities. <laughs> yes, we're all asses. We can do so much better. <laughs> as we prove, week in, week, week out. out. Why is she acting like it's so heavy to push? Then later on, they're carrying it around. Yeah, I mean, even if he's levitating later on, there's still four sides of it. Exactly. (laughs) Have you got any facts for the 5th of January, Tony? Anything else? It's a bit bit quiet this point. There wasn't many around, actually, but... uh... I actually found that we we thought we'd come up short for the last commentary, which is 1970. I found this was worse. It was worse. There was worse to find. But but I must say, give us a clue. That night had a stellar, stellar cast. Now, is this the... Michael Aspel yes. Yes. version of Give Us a Clue. All oh, right, okay. Not, Not Michael Parkinson. Parkinson. Whether they, was, they feared the uh, competition of Doctor Who or not. But do you want oh, to say yeah, what oh, the yeah, men's yeah, team yeah, was that time? We had, on, on, the, on that night, obviously with Beer and Stubbs with the, and, and Lionel Blair as the main captains, the guest, guest Harry H. Corbett, Brian wow. Kent. And who's, who's sorry, sir? Uh, Brian Kent. Brian Kent, all oh, right, uh, okay. Angela Douglas. And yeah. Dudley Moore and Lynn Paul. Bloody hell. Yeah, some, uh, yeah, they're trying to pull out the stops there, aren't they? Aren't they? Dudley Moore. To... Dudley Moore, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, if you think 1982, he made 10 in 1980. He was a big Hollywood star by then, Dudley Moore. was made about the same time as Yeah, it was, it? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Well, there we go. That is incredible. Uh, a year see, later, you do I think get the feeling that well, ITV decided it really had for, come on, let's try let's and get something off out. Let's fight off Doctor Who here. Yeah. I think he died of a heart attack the next year, Harry H. Corbett. Was like, it was 83 he died, wasn't it? Sure it was. It was the early 80s he died. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised he's still around. So if it had been doing that episode of Give Us a Clue, they'd have really got their ratings up. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about the levitation bit. They were too busy talking about Give Us a Clue. Ooh. And of course, this has just changed her outfit as well. Oh, yeah. Now, it's a little bit quiet, um, this one. We've, we've got um, one birth for 1992 here. It's um, Janika Kostelich, Croatian ah. skier. Ah, duh, duh. Yeah. Mm. That's all I've got. Uh, now, we've got, we got some, got some deaths. Should we death, save death. the deaths for a bit later? Yes. Let's let's good, I, was, I was about to say, save the best till last, but... <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. It cut the, let's let the deaths come to an end, don't Yes, they? yes. <laughs> What about the cricket? I'm sure England, um, India, was it? It, it was. It was the, the fourth day of the Test match, oh, yeah, England yeah. and India, as, as previously advertised. Yeah. And England started the day 
think you'll find on 49 for 1. Boycott was out overnight. And it was Graham Gooch and Chris Tavray at the wicket for England. Chris Tavray, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, no. Although not oh, hang on. Can we just stop because we get to see a wet nisser now. She falls in the water. Get to see a <laughs> wet nisser. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <coughs> oh. Oh. That's what I we're going to get to see away. a wet fill in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just as. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, that, that face would be appropriate. It would. <laughs> Obviously, you had that... Um, it's now but a water pistol now. I say, man, you had that companion, like, to put on the American accent. I can't remember her name. It looks like a bit like um, Janet Ellis or whatever. What's her name again? He's on, talking yeah. about Perry. Perry, that's Nicola it. Bryant. That's, that's the bird, yeah, um... Have you got no memory retention at all? No. <laughs> no. But is she really Australian? Yes. Oh, she is? She oh, is, oh, yes. Right. And she's really from Traken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Traken. That's, that's, the, that's the fact you missed there, Tom. <laughs> or Traken. Traken. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> you say Traken, I say Traken. Tomato, tomato. Well, that's got the whole thing off. I'm beginning to wonder if her hair grip thing was a mis- was a mistake they just kept in because it gets caught up in the in those branches and doesn't yeah. doesn't it, appear it, again. It, it does it would it? have been a pretty good effect of to actually they yeah. meant to do it. I have to say, you wonder how many times they'd have had to have done it to have got it properly. Yeah. Time's getting into the music here. <laughs> time, time, time does like it's the like music. It's a medieval too. feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe we should get on, when we do one of our Target novelisations, I think we should do mm. Castro Valve because it's also written by Christopher H. Bidmead. Yes. Yeah, so I think we might have to uh, get on to that. And again, he goes on in the commentary about, oh, he read it the other day and how wonderful it was. Dear, oh dear. Did he write many? He didn't write that many scripts for Doctor. He was a script editor more than a Ah. script writer. So why why are these events, you actually see that these are genteel people, right? So why are they in these this sort of intimidating costumes? What's going on there? They need to be. Um, it was something to do with their history. Yes, yes. Uh, they're they're actually recreating their what their ancestors did and go out hunting, but they do it more ceremoniously now than actually. Uh, or what they think is their ancestors' history. Well, well yes, as actually, you, as is you more, see the later on. more the point. More yeah, the point. Yes, of course. Of course. <coughs> I do remember that. Now, I think this bit here was filmed just outside Tunbridge Wells, which is ah, fairly yeah, close well. to us. Not in the usual quarry. It's near Crowborough, around that way. Ah, Crowborough, mm. Sussex. Yeah. Now, Castrovalva. Now, according to Wikipedia, Castrovalva is the name of an early lithograph by the Dutch graphic artist M.C. Escher, or Escher as, as, and the design of the city in his serial reflects the impossible nature of many of Isha's later works. Yes, yes. So, because so, as you said, it's the story centers on the mathematical yeah. principle of recursion, of a concept portrayed in Isha's artwork. Hmm. There you are. Yeah. <coughs> He's gone. No. I believe it. Have we said anything for the credits? We haven't here, have we, no, really? No, because... No. Well, you've got four facts for this. Oh, I've got, I have got a death. Go on, go, give oh, us a death. Oh, we yeah, had some deaths, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Elizabeth Bankshaw died at the age of 80. No, sorry, age of 100, sorry. What she wow. Doing? She was one of Canada's first female doctors and was the medical director of the first birth control clinic in Canada. Yeah. Wow. She died on this yeah. day. Important person. And also we have uh, Harvey Lembeck. From the Phil, uh, he was uh, from the Phil Silver show, or, or 
Bilko as it really was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, the age of uh, 56. Uh, Barbarella, called yeah. Barbarella. Yeah. And also Sir Edmund Herring, Australian mi- military commander, Lieutenant Governor of Victoria, right. born yeah. 1892. No, so. years old. And Chief Justice of the Supreme Court in Victoria. Ah, okay. Well, as we've reached the end of episode two, that's the end of this podcast because we're not doing episodes three and four. No. Oh, yeah. No, we're saving that till next week. Of course, yes. of course. Yes, because. Um, Okay, we're going to ruin the magic now. Even though we are actually going to record the next episodes, you're not going to hear it till next week, though. Oh, no. Yeah, because so <laughs> next week we'll still be hot <coughs> and sticky and sweaty. Yes. Oh, yes. That's, ne- that's just us generally, though, isn't yes, it? Yes, but next week, though, we guarantee, though, we will be nude. Right. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> next week's X-rated. Okay, then. So that's, that's episodes one and two covered. So episode three and four next week. So should we wrap it up? Let's have a drink. Let's have yes. a drink and then and, and carry on recording. So, Tug, wait. We've got to say goodbye. Tug, Tug, Tug can't wait. You can't wait. Drink, 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 drink. drink. Oh, man. Yes, the, the father the jack of the podcast here. <laughs> so that must make me Dougal, I suppose. But <laughs> Anyway, so for this week then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. Hey, goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. <laughs> to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.